Good morning, great people, and welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I'm Sheree Hardy, and I appreciate you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Don't forget to count your blessings. Don't forget to think about and amplify the good things in your life. There are good things in your life, and I don't care what is happening. There are good things, and you have to start to remember those things and focus on those things. Focus on what you have instead of what you don't have. And let me tell you, it will change your brain. It will change the way you think. It will change your attitude. And you will approach life in a whole different way when you start your day remembering what is good in your life. So I hope that encourages you. And I'm going to jump right into the topic Last night, I was so disturbed when I started um, reading up about the um, Shanquilla uh, Robinson story, um, young lady who was clearly murdered, um, and there is disturbing video footage of her being, being beaten. She's being hit in her head um, multiple times viciously by someone who is not a friend. I'm calling those people traveling partners because they were not friends at all. And I'm going to do a a whole, um, uh, maybe an episode on that. We know what is a real friend, what is true friendship. But she's being brutally beaten. And not only that, someone is recording this beating. And they're encouraging her and telling her to fight back. They wanted to see a fight. And Shanquella, as her father said on one of the interviews I saw, was not a fighter. And I think she says in the video, no, she's not going to fight back. So um, it is so disturbing. I don't know if anybody in the case has been arrested. I woke up this morning, I was doing my prayer time and just thinking about this. I was like, you know, it's strange how we, we deal with the George Floyd situation a little bit differently from this one. Here's a girl that was beaten to death by people that she had traveled with. George, George Floyd, was killed by an officer, you know, um, and it was right in front of everybody too. It was filmed, and I'm tr- and it's both of those are just horrific um, moments um, to see and witness. But I'm thinking, why isn't there this, you know, stirring up and protest over Shanquilla's life? And what's the difference? And I'm, I'm going to get my youngest sister is a. Um, licensed professional counselor I'm going to try to well I am going to get on the show I know she's going to do it and we've got to talk about this what is it in our psyche that makes Shanquilla's death um how many people are just not moving the way they were moved with George Floyd both of the things are just absolutely horrible they should not have happened they're examples of evil and darkness and that's what I'm going to talk a little bit about today about spiritual warfare and how you need to arm and protect yourself. Whether you know it or not, you are in a spiritual battle every day. Darkness, the spirit of darkness, wants to hurt you, wants to destroy you, wants to sabotage you, kill you. Um, That spirit, that energy, wants you to um, suffer. It's not just about dying It's about suffering and dying. But then you have the spirit of light, and which comes from the God that made the sun and the moon and everything in the universe. 
and the one who made you, and that is light and love. And he wants you to live and he wants you to be happy and to prosper and to be healthy and to experience the best that you can experience in life. And whether we know it or not, you have to choose which spirit is going to dominate and guide your life. You make that choice. Because God, one thing about him, and I've written about this, I'm writing about this like 20-something years ago, God is not a gangster. He doesn't force people to choose light as a path. That, that path is narrow. That path is not always easy. But he doesn't force you like a gangster would. He doesn't put a gun in your head and make you do something. He is a gentleman. He is the ultimate gentleman. And you have to make the choice to walk through the door that he opens or open the door for him in your heart. And you have to choose to be a person of light. You have to choose to be light and salt and to focus on good and not just do good things, but be a good human being. We are human beings. We're not human doings. And so, yes, you are to produce good fruit, but you also have to produce good works. And that is important, but it's more than that. And so what happens is, is that we are like vessels. And I've been talking about this almost every podcast that I do. We're like a vessel. We're like something that can hold something. And I want you to imagine, because this is what I would use to, as my demonstration for this, I want you just to imagine a water bottle in your hand or look right in front of you. And the only thing that's in that bottle is water. And so if you turn that bottle over, the only thing that can come out of that bottle is water. And so if you put tea in there, then tea would come out. If you put lemonade in there, lemonade, you see where I'm going with this. If you put orange juice in there, orange juice, you're like that. Whatever is inside of you is the only thing that can come out. And so I was thinking about Tranquilla's story and the darkness of it. I mean, they actually plotted and planned this. The child is, she's only 25 years old. She's brutally beaten. It takes so much to break your neck that way and break your spine and they beat her to that point and then they left her there not one of them this is just so painful that I'm a mother myself not one of them did anything about it not one of them said no this is wrong and they did this together and that's what's so disturbing about this case And I said, how do you get like this? How do you get that dark and become a wizard or witch without even knowing it? And it's because our young people are just filling themselves with darkness and with filth. They're watching it. They are listening to it. They are around it. And and so we have to be mindful because it, it can happen to anyone We have to be mindful of what we are putting in our vessel because that is the only thing that can come out. So this, the young lady, and I don't even want to say her name, but I'm going to, I'm trying to figure out, okay, this has happened. And this is one of those stories that's gotten to me. Lord, what do you want me to do? You want me to write a letter? You know, what do you want me to do now? Because I have to do something. But the young lady that was brutally beating Shanquilla, Um, clearly she had filled herself with nothing but evil and darkness because she could do that and she just she just kept going I mean you saw Shanquella at some point 
the video, she was standing at some point. At some point, she was beaten to the point where she was down. She didn't have on any clothing. They had on clothing. And then she, the girl was still beating her. And it takes a lot. And, you know, if you talk to medical experts and these people, coroners and things like that, for the way that Shankola's body was injured, um, it takes a lot to do that. So this person was pummeling her like she was just pounding on her. And that child, that 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 witch was just filled with this darkness in her, probably jealousy, um, so much more. And I said, well, how does this happen? Well, I want to talk about something today because I really, this, the title of this episode is going to be Spiritual Warfare. And so I was led to get up and I, I read my, you know, scripture today and I said, I'm going to read this to you. And it is a scripture where the Apostle Paul, who is a major character in the Holy Bible, he is writing a letter to the people who live in this place called Ephesus. And Ephesus was in Asia Minor. And just think about the map and think about Europe, think about south of Europe, you have Africa, and then go over east a little bit to your east and north, you will have, you know, Turkey, you have that Asia. And where Turkey um, is now, I think that's where Ephesus was. And so Paul was writing these letters to different people, groups of people, different cities, and Ephesus wasn't one of the cities. And so in the book of Ephesians, we in the Holy Bible, we have some of the letters that he wrote, some of the things that he wrote. These are called epistles. And in one of these epistles, he talks about the armor of God the armor of God. You're in a spiritual warfare. Let me tell you, when people train to be in the military, they have armor. They have things that they put on, they have guns, they have they learn how to fight. In the physical, you you know, you're probably not gonna learn how to fight unless you take martial arts or something like that. But what we don't learn how to do is we don't learn how to fight in the spiritual because this was truly spiritual warfare. And all problems can't be avoided and trouble can't be avoided, but a lot of it can. And you need to have an, a, spirit, a spiritual awareness. And if you're just walking around, you know, just kind of living your life and you're in the nat, you're living on the surface and it's the natural. And, you know, you're just kind of, you know, trying to go through the motions of getting through your day to day. You ha- I want to encourage you, you're going to have to live deeply. And that means you're going to have to have this aware of the supernatural and how it works because it is real. And the supernatural is an effect. And you don't have to believe in God. God believes in you. And you don't have to believe in the devil. The devil believes in you. And so you've got to be aware of this and live your life on a deeper level. And you have to make a part of your spiritual life, a a major part of your life. It really needs to be first. And I told you, I'm going through the process of making sure that I restructure my life. I turn my phone off at night. I turn it completely off. And, you know, sometimes if you charge it, it'll come back on. You put the charger in there. Um, sometimes I just don't even charge it. And I just say, okay, I'll get up and I'll charge it in the morning. Hopefully it'll get enough juice to be able to last through the day. But, um, but I don't look at my phone first. And I, you know, I use a phone for my alarm, but I, I use a phone that doesn't have anything on it. So it doesn't have my email on it, anything, can't text me, anything. And you have to do that. You have to make it first and get up and listen to something that feeds the spiritual part of you that, that is good. 
um, whether it's watching something, listening to something, reading something, you have to put it in because if you don't put it in, it's just like that bottle, it won't come out. Darkness came out of that killer, the witch that killed Shanquella, because that's probably all she put in her. And you know what I thought about? Because I was this this story has haunted me, so to speak. I kept thinking she probably didn't even know she was going to kill her. She was so filled with darkness. She thought she was just going to beat her up and it was going to, she was going to film it. And then her twisted and her distorted evil thinking, she thought maybe she would get some hand claps because she beat a girl who was naked and not fighting back. That's the sickness of it all. And that's what the enemy would do. He will set you up. And so at some point, as I said before, justice will prevail in some form or fashion. People like that, and I don't, I haven't kept over the story, I haven't turned on the news today, and I probably won't check the news again until later this week. People like that are a threat to society. So they need to be taken off the streets, and they need to be put in a place where they cannot hurt other people. Because when you can do that, you can be the naked girl to death, and you can film this person being beaten to death. Now you can sit around and you can do absolutely nothing and say, stop, don't do this. You don't say stop. You don't say, please don't do this to her. If you can do that, you are a threat and you need to be in the jail. And I'm not going to say what else, but because I know it wouldn't bring back Shankola's life, but they're a threat to society. Somebody needs to arrest them. I haven't delved deeply enough in the story to know like what state, you know, what state are they in to know what you know police department to write or whatever but this guys we got to ride out like people rode out for george floyd for shakewell i don't know this story has really gotten me ladies and gentlemen and so i try to figure out what to do um so uh that darkness is in her and it can be in anybody this is the thing that's scary when i talk about these episodes i always talk about these stories i always tell you all i am not excluding myself from anything i know some people they, you know, feel that they're holier than thou, and maybe they don't struggle the way some of us struggle. But all of us, I've had dark thoughts. I, I know the spiritual warfare that can take place. And if you do not fight this, um, and you do not put on the whole armor of God, God, and fight, then guess what? You can succumb, and you can be a person, an agent of darkness, and not even know it, because Shanquilla's killer, that witch. She probably did, because I, I, then I started thinking about this, I said, she didn't even know how dark she was. She, and that's what the enemy does. He has you do something so evil. And then when you're sitting in jail, or you're sitting in prison, or you're getting ready to be injected with the, with the stuff to leave the injection, you're like, well, I, you know, you probably wonder, how did I get there? And it didn't have to be that way. You could have been on the beach enjoying yourself. You could have been, you know, helping children, reading a book, you know, doing something positive, but instead, that darkness, if you feel it in you, you watch it, you read it, you listen to it, you're around it, it's going to come in, and it's going to come out at some point, and Shanquilla's killer, that that girl was possessed with something really, really dark and sick, and the people that filmed it and didn't do anything, they are just as guilty, in my opinion, so I haven't turned on the news again, if you see it, please email me at badthoughtsgmail.com and let me know that they have been arrested for this young lady's death because they should be arrested. They should not be able to walk around and they are potentially a threat to other human beings. So I wanted to read <clears throat> something as we talked about 
um, the Apostle Paul, he wrote to Ephesus, the people in Ephesus, the Ephesians, and he was writing to somebody, and then he has on, he has this, this thing about the armor of God. He basically uses, you know, armor as a metaphor and are what soldiers have to put on or what fighters have to put on. He uses this as a metaphor for the spiritual, that you're doing this in the spiritual realm too, just like a Marine, if he would go out and fight somewhere and he'd have to have on some kind of armor and he'd have to have weapons, you have to have the same thing in the spiritual realm. So I wanna read this to you because I see that, that clock moving on my computer. And this is from Ephesians 6, and it starts at verse 10. And this is the NIV. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I'm trying to tell you, all of those people involved where Shakrella was, they are of darkness. You cannot do something like that. And I, please, in the media, if you're listening and you're part of the media, do not refer to them as her friends. They were not her friends. A friend doesn't do that to people. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. You know, truth can't literally be, truth is intangible. It can't literally buckle. So this is a metaphor. you got to understand you guys, when you're reading the Bible, the writers often use figurative language. And I, I, need, I gotta I keep that, I'm gonna do something with that to help people understand. And it says, um, buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. You got truth, you got righteousness. And with your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And now you have peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. You got faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. I'm praying the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray also for me, and he goes on to talk about praying for him. I read this, pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me to me, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador, ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. So Paul um, is in jail, in prison. He's writing these letters and um, this is what we need to remember. First of all, truth, get the truth, go to God and get the truth. Peace, you need peace within and peace without. You create it. I'm saying this again, your mind is like a television. You determine what plays in your mind. You know, and I've 
I'm concerned because there's this term mental illness and it's real. Mental illness is real. But if you ever do some real studies on mental illness, what you will find, it is a result of real chemical imbalances in the brain. So some people, it's not really mental illness. What it is is that people are going through life and they do not have the right strategies to be able to deal with life the right strategies to deal with it mentally and the right strategies to deal with it in the physical realm. There's always something in the natural you have to do, even though we need the supernatural to guide us and give us truth and wisdom, but there's something you have to do in the natural. So a lot of times what people are going through is they're dealing with consequences of their choices and they don't know how to navigate through that. And so that is what we, what I'm trying to do with bad thought therapy. You choose if a thought is going to play. You choose if a thought pops up and you press stop. You choose if you want to rewind and go back in the past and reminisce or replay something or, you know, let yourself go through the process of remembering something in the past. Or you choose to say, no, I will stop that and I will think about the future you control that most people control that not all people there are some people that have real chemical imbalances and trauma does affect the brain when we go through different bad experiences or unpleasant experiences grief or loss or pain that does affect our brains and so you you, you know and i'm not against therapy i'm not against all of that but you have to understand even when you go through therapy your therapist is not going to be with you 24 7. And so you have to know how to navigate through these challenging moments. And from a spiritual realm is what I'm talking about now. So we talked about truth. We talked about righteousness. Righteousness meaning just being in right standing with God. Let me tell you, your life belongs to God. It doesn't belong to you. I know people think that they're just living their lives. They're going to find out though. Trust me. Trust me. I've been in that room. And I'm telling you, your life belongs to God. And it's his life. And you can either resist him or you can surrender to him. And I'm going to tell you something. God wants the best for you. He loves you. He wants you to have a good life. He doesn't change life. He changes us. Some of our suffering is a result of our choices. Some of some our, our suffering is not. And I don't, I can't, again, I'm not one of those people that's going to try to explain away everything. I don't believe that, that is possible. Because we cannot know all the ways of God with our little peon brains. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. You try to analyze it and figure it out yourself. But your logic is, is limited because you didn't make the sun. And you didn't make the moon and the planets. So that's not how that works. Um, you also need as peace. You create your own peace. And I'm going to tell you, years ago I used to think that health was the greatest blessing from God. But I've learned that peace is. Because I know people who have money, they don't have peace. I know people who have love, they don't have peace. I know people who have good health, they don't have peace. Peace is the greatest blessing from God, in my opinion. My little humble opinion, which doesn't matter much. So you need peace, you create it. You can be you can create chaos for yourself by always turning up and you know being in drama and stuff like that. Or you can create peace and having those quiet moments with God and choosing people in your life who value peace too. Trust and believe you need it to be able to fight the enemy. 
And it says, faith, take up the shield of faith. You need faith, believing in things that you cannot see. If you can see it, it's really not faith. And um, and so that's how you are a believing that God is your protector, that he is your provider, that he knows all and that he wants the best for you and turning to him and trusting in him and salvation. You are saved. You know, if you don't know who Jesus Christ is, accept him as your Messiah because he's real and spend some time taking time to read about him in the Gospels of the Holy Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and read about the life of Jesus and what he did and what he didn't do. And be try your best to be like him, to do what he did, to use him as a model, a role model, an example of what we are to do. And I'm going to tell you, being like Jesus is not easy sometimes. It's hard. Can you imagine while you're being killed, and you're being crucified and you're saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You asking God to forgive the people who are killing you. That's, ladies and gentlemen, this walk is not easy, but it's possible because Jesus has given us an example and we can lean on Jesus. And that is our Messiah, the one who was born for us, the one who died for us and the one who rose again. And you don't have to understand it. Just know that is he is real and you can experience him for yourself. Salvation, you got that. Um, and he ends that one part about prayer. You know, he's saying pray, pray all day. Pray in the morning, pray in the evening, pray in the middle of the day. You can pray in your mind. You know, it's good to get in a quiet place and sit down somewhere or get on your knees Some people actually have a real prayer closet, a place that they go inside and they pray. They might light some candles and that's fine. But you got to get quiet. You got to talk to God, but you got to listen to God. Sometimes I feel like when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm talking so much about talking to God because that is so critical. But what is just as critical, and I don't think I emphasize it enough, is you getting quiet to listen. Quiet your thoughts. Just just don't say anything. Don't let a thought run through your mind. You can press stop. And what I do, because your thoughts can be like a marathon, and the enemy knows when you're really trying to make contact with God and get quiet and hear, you you will have this all these thoughts try to run through your mind and sprint through your mind, and you simply say no. Some people have a target word that they say, and it, it erases things out of their mind. You could I simply say no. And you just let the peace and the quiet of God come in and he will speak to you. And you gotta be, you gotta be really, you have to have your antenna up. Because what grieves me about the Shanquilla Robinson story is she didn't think this was gonna happen. She wasn't thinking that I'm gonna go on this trip with these traveling partners. And, and she's going to be brutally beaten to death. This was an ambush. It was a spiritual and a physical ambush. And now she's gone. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, there the darkness is real. And, and you have to, as the old folks used to say, stay prayed up. Well, I can see that I'm about to run out of time and I've got to get out of here to start the day. Um it's the holiday season if you do celebrate the holidays 
Um, I hope you and your family have a wonderful time together. Create more good memories for yourselves because they will be stored up as great thoughts that you can change the channel to. I am Sheree Hardy. Don't forget, you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com if you have a question, comment, or you would like to be on the show. Peace and abundant blessings to you. And thank you for listening to Bad Thought Therapy. Thank you.